0: You still don't understand
1: what you're dealing with, do you? Perfect organism.
0: They cut the power. What do you mean, they cut the power? How could they cut the power, man? They're animals. I want you too with trackers. foot creature some kind with acid for blood and it arrived on your spaceship it kills on size and is generally unpleasant it's a queen
1: how did you know that she'll breed you'll die Oh dear! Here we are on the Origa yet again. Yeah, we
0: just can't seem to escape from it, can we?
1: One day we will. One day yes. we'll be rid of this. Oh boy, should, it's been a while. We look back on it. And it's yeah, great. I'm I'm quite glad we alternate our you know um, alien show with our Blade yes. Runner show because it's not every four weeks. We come back to the original. Oh, it's more like eight that? weeks, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, we
0: it, yeah for, for our listeners, it's every four weeks, but uh, yeah, for us, it's uh, uh, we oh. get a little little bit of a gap. Although to be fair, of all the of all the characters we have to watch for this film, uh,
1: I, I don't mind watching this one. I don't mind watching Brad. I don't mind watching Brad, but unfortunately, he's surrounded by people that I don't yes. want to see. Like. We have to watch the Perez scene oh, again God, yeah, yeah. and boy wasn't that,
0: yeah wasn't it's just, that
1: annoying it, to watch yeah. that again it's it's very weird because
0: i i I, I love Brad Doriff. I think he's a great actor he does have a tendency if if not with a good director he can go a little bit over the top and I think he does certainly in his death scene in this oh good Lord we will get to but it's just astonishing watching picking out just the scenes he's in and watching them and almost to a person, I include Sigourney Weaver here. He's better than the people he's with, and it's obvious. It, I mean, that, that the the lunch scene where uh, he's with um, uh, the Doctor guy, I can't remember his name, Ren, and Sigourney Weaver, and he is he's in a different league to the actor playing Ren.
1: We it's, didn't like Ren, yeah. did we? And no, yeah, no, you compare him to old yeah. Brad, and uh, there is no comparison in no. this film. No,
0: Brad. Brad's acting and putting character bits in,
1: and personality, and they're
0: reading their lines. That's uh, all it is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 shocking. Um, mm. And like you say, especially when he's with Perez. <laughs> well,
1: that's not to begin with. Um, no, no, to, no. To begin with, did you look? Do you did you find out what? Gediman's first name is? No, I've not I've not uh, researched at
0: all on um, uh, Wikipedia for him.
1: Okay, then... Um, well, it's going to be
0: something silly, isn't it? Have a stab, uh, why don't you? Well, it'd be nice if it was Chucky, Chucky Gediman. Um, Chuck. I reckon it's going to be something mad like Mortimer something no, like that.
1: No, it, it's very, very, very bland. Oh, is it? Yes. John. It's Jonathan. Is it? Oh God! Well, well done. They've re-
0: so, so all the wackiness they put in everything else—they got to him and went, "Yeah, Jonathan,
1: Jonathan, mm, yeah. yeah, Jonathan Gediman." It looks Do you reckon like his Gediman friends
0: call him Johnny,
1: Johnny Boy, Johnny Gediman. Yeah. Hmm. Gedimans a made up name. Um, oh, is it? Doesn't it? it doesn't course. seem to be an actual conventional doesn't, earth name.
0: Doesn't trip off the tongue very well.
1: No, no. Um, is it actually mentioned in the film? Because on. The Alien Wiki. It says that this project that Ren has been, uh, you know, overseeing to, uh, you know, clone Ripley, has been going on for ten years. Is that actually mentioned in the film? Um, Weirdly,
0: the the only thing they mention time-wise is is what is in the um, extended cut when Ren's talking about. Uh, Wayne Chitani. He says they disappeared twenty years ago. That's before your before time. your time. Get it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm presuming he he's he must have been on for a while on this project. But what were
1: they doing before the film started? Well, they've done seven other clones. We've, see, we've seen we yeah, see them I in their tubes. True. But that's ten years worth. Yeah. Mm. I mean, well, they, presumably I mean, they had
0: to um, they had to find the blood samples on ice
1: in Fury sixteen. <sighs> Fu- <sighs> they don't even call it fury they call it fiori fiori yeah fiori 16 the amount got, of I'm, um, I'm...
0: yeah the amount of fan stuff i've seen over the years trying to justify that
1: ah well i, I was going to ask that question when we reach it in the film but i thought oh this is crap they 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 can't even get the name right but i'm wondering if is this some has this been explained is this maybe a subtle nod to of on the passage of time. I well, I've got I, the name yeah. wrong.
0: I've seen people I've seen I mean that, that's that, there's my two theories here are A no one making the film really gave a damn. But that's you would my think fault. you would think someone like Sigourney Weaver would go, Was it called that? Um or B, it's a um that they're saying that these people it's so long ago that these people are mispronouncing it or haven't got that right. So but the trouble is unless you say that it does just feel that the film's going wrong
1: that's always yeah. been my thought
0: though. yeah. it's like oh they can't even be bothered to yeah. be accurate with that but I, I've seen theories where it's like actually uh, it was Fury or Fury 16 and Fury 161 was the inmates nickname for that planet and all that and it's like no mm. I, I, I will charitably put it down to that it's meant to be passage of time and they've they've mispronounced it. In much the same way, you know, if we travel back in time to, you know, Elizabethan times, we we wouldn't be pronouncing the words right. No. You know. Um, All right. So I, I I I'll overlook that, but I just think it's if you've put it in to be clever, that's really good. It shows a nice bit of thinking, but you've got
1: to then say that. Yeah, you've got to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, okay, so what we see in the film, um, I, you say about the special edition, that's the one I watched. Did you watch that as yes, well? Yes, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, there's um, quite a
0: few more, well, I won't say more Gedman scenes, but there's more Gedman lines. Yes, yeah. Certainly, yeah. yeah.
1: So on the Origa, then, uh, the camera goes into this um, science area guarded yep. by two gum-chewing guards. Yeah, very bored looking. Yeah, but... Right, so, so this ship is outside... Registered space, or yes. you know, you know, So we know that they're, you know, that they're way out. Why? Why have you got guards on this door? If anybody's right. coming, yeah. calling, they'll know long before they reach that door. Well, it's especially because uh, don't they say there's only like
0: uh, there's like less than thirty people on this ship, aren't there? They say yeah, seven, and seven, seven science officers. Yeah. Seven science. So, who, yeah, who are you protecting it from? Because by definition, everyone on that ship should be pass for security clearance. Mm. I could understand there being guards there once the Betty crew come on. Yeah. Because you've got... a. Uh, but if, they, if they've if they got doubts about their people... I mean, the only thing I could think of was perhaps they were putting guards there uh, for the benefit of someone might wander in and get injured or something, but why arm them then?
1: Oh, it could be that it, this is <laughs> Perez. You... We know what yeah. a twerk Perez is. You know how uh, yeah. he's got all the swagger and everything. He thinks he's a military man, so he's just had well, been it, posted there. Yeah, it could be that the, the the regs say it should be, and he's a by-the-book yeah. military guy. Yeah. All right, and let's blame Perez on that yeah. one. Okay. Uh, and there's our boy uh, doing yes. a C-section on Ripley. Yeah. Um, i I I like the fact that he's wearing armoured gloves doing Which this. Which makes sense, because,
0: like you say, they've done this... Uh, seven times before um, so they know that the the thing is dangerous and if they I suppose if they nick it because I'm presuming at some point like the first or second they've um, accidentally cut the alien or something yeah and they don't find out the acid yeah. at that point yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's good, and also armored gloves in case you know if they do get the chest burster out, it's gonna maybe yeah. turn on them and snap at his fingers. So that's a nice thing. I yeah. like the effects. I like all the uh, athletic yeah, like, like effects here. This is very good. What I don't like is the cutting of the umbilical cord. Is that meant to be an umbilical cord? Because if it do- is, I don't like that. Well, that that implies that the alien has a belly button. But it also implies. I don't this... need to know that. <laughs> yeah, but it also implies it's linked to Ripley. Yeah. But they're a parasitical yeah. organism There's that lives no... inside the host. There's no umbilical yeah. cord.
0: Yeah, I mean, I quite like the the thing that they they cut it and it reacts against it. But yeah, it makes no sense for it to have an umbilical cord.
1: No, um, it's um... not. Yeah, it's not a baby. It's not. It's not in her womb. No, you know. Uh, um, he asks if Ren if they can keep number yeah. eight alive um we got a side shot of old Geddeman there and he's got this ponytail but it, this is the 90s and there was a, lot, a, a yeah. lot of ponytails going on then wasn't there yeah
0: i i i remember at the time thinking oh bloody hell, what but i don't mind it now i mean I, I my hair's long and i i'll often put it up when i'm working i i imagine if if his hair's long he's not going to want to be Brushing out of his face in an operation.
1: No, <laughs> he's got to
0: re-wash his and reglove his hands every time he brushes it out of the way. Um, so I, I think it's okay in it, but there was this thing of around this period where wacky hairdos meant futuristic, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, you know. Uh, and I think there's a little element to that. I don't know why. I'm presuming these are all civvy guys rather than actually in the United military. Is yeah. Otherwise, what you'd think they would all have haircuts like red, you know? Yeah. Reds. No. No.
1: No. No. These are independents brought in, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Um, he I gives... like that
0: little um, that little cradle that the little chest burster gets put in. Yes, I, I think that's nice. And again, yeah. I, the 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 sort of the the builder in me can see that as they've done this over time, they they're perfecting it, perfecting it until they finally get. This uh, this fitting little cradle that does everything they need. Yes. I'd love to see the first time.
1: With the first When they clone. cut it out. Yeah. yeah. I
0: wonder if anyone died at that point.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's why there's so few people on the ship now. Yes. Yeah, no one left. They've been whittled away. Yeah. Um, we refer you to the Ren episode for, um, you know, when he's giving Ripley 8 a medical because that's yeah. when Ren comes in and uh, etc. Um, but he does say at that point that she is completely off their projected charts. Yeah. Um, but she's the first to have got this far, so everything is a projection. They don't know, do they? This is the first no, you know, I... proper, in inverted commas, Ripley that they've actually well, man- managed to create. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm presuming the last one, which was their most successful, was the Ripley we see later on the bed. Um, because yes. before that, they all appear to be dead, and I think that's what... Um, I wonder if that's what when Genneman says he's almost pleading, like for a puppy, and it's like, can I keep her? Mm. And he goes, yeah, whatever. Um, so I imagine that up up till like one to six, they just either they died in air quotes childbirth or they were killed by these guys, and then they let that last one live, and it's been a pain in the arse, and <laughs> it's yeah. like, we've got to keep we've got to keep changing her bedpans. Um, so I imagine this is the reason that he's asking.
1: Why do you think Ripley 7 is still alive then? Because now they've got Ripley 8. So what's yeah. the point of keep... Why haven't they euthanized Ripley yeah, 7? Yeah, I, I imagine that would
0: happen fairly shortly. But then I got a feeling that they wouldn't keep Ripley 8 alive for long. No matter mm. what Gediman's thinking. Because w- you, you've got then got a witness... Uh, to what they're doing. I think the only, the only reason they're keeping her alive at this point is to study her alien characteristics, isn't it? Yeah. So you sort of say she, she's yeah, she, she amazing, this mm. sort of thing. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to keep her alive long. She's destined for a test tube, I think.
1: Yep. Um, all right, well, we'll skip right through the Perez scene. Yes. That hilarious Perez scene. Well, I did scene. earlier. Fast forwarded all the way through. Oh, good Lord. Uh, so we have to go to get a minute in the mess hall with Ripley. Yeah. That sounded like Cluedo. It does, yeah.
0: I, I think it was Gediman in a mess hall with,
1: with Ripley. With Ripley. <laughs> yeah. Fork. Fuck. It's it's fork. How did you... How did... we get you?
0: Hard work. We used blood samples from Fiori 16 on ice where you died. We've remade you.
1: We cloned you.
0: Fiori 16.
1: Does that ring a bell? Are you remembering something?
0: Does it grow?
1: Yeah. Very rapidly. It's a queen. How did you know that? She'll breed. You'll die. Everyone in the company will die.
0: In the, in the, in the company? Wayland, Utani,
1: ripley A's former employers.
0: Terran growth conglomerate. They had defense
1: contracts under the military. Or they went under decades ago. Get them in way before your time. Bought out by Walmart. Oh, good lord! This, oh, this, fork, fuck, uh, thing. It does trouble
0: I think we mentioned it before. You. This is this is a Joss Whedon line. I'll put any amount of money yeah, you want on it. I agree. It. But it doesn't even make sense in the context. It's just a way to get a swear word into it. And you can imagine the audience going, <sighs> "It doesn't make any sense. Why did she learn that before fork?" Why is she getting it mixed up? Because literally in two lines, she's talking confidently with them about the alien queen. It's yep. growing. It's like it's just a it's just a Joss Whedon joke, and it it just
1: sits so painful. Well, you can say that about an awful lot of the dialogue, yeah. dialogue in this film, and we will. We've yes. we've discussed some already, and we've got a lot more to come. Um, but Gediman looks quite surprised when she actually starts. Actually, talking, yeah, and and you know, can uh, produce sentences and stuff. And she asks, Well, you know, how come I'm here? And he says, About yeah. you know, uh, we use blood samples. So I'm assuming Clemens took some blood samples and they found them, yeah, I, on 161. I'm presuming so. I mean, I'm, what I'm not,
0: I suppose Clemens took blood samples because he, you know, he was a doctor looking after it, I suppose. Um, and then presumably, Weyland Yutani, when they turned up, they they cleared this place out, found the blood samples. But why didn't they do anything with them? Mm. Are we, is the assumption that medical science wasn't advanced enough to do it? But that doesn't seem because this doesn't seem any more advanced
1: than we had then. Well, in Alien Three, you're advanced enough to have synthetic life forms yeah. indistinguishable from. Um, you know, human beings, but you can't clone anything.
0: Yeah, did they just give up and went, oh, that's not worth it. They're just talking now, this, yeah.
1: this year, about cloning a Tasmanian tiger. Yeah. So, you know, but this is, what, 400 years in the future? More, maybe more now. All oh, right. so I think we've touched on this before, okay? Ripley 8, they take the chestburster out of her. Yes. And that is the queen... Yes. That we see in the film. She says... um, Does it
0: grow? Yeah, does it grow? And he goes, oh, rapidly or whatever. And she goes, it's a queen. And he's surprised. It's like, how do you know that?
1: Mm. But we've already seen the queen. Before this scene, we've got Gediman and Ren and Perez at that window looking at the queen. That is a bit of fast growing, don't you think? Well,
0: the the timeline doesn't really work on this at all, does it? So... It's, it all feels far too rushed because the assumption is that Ripple is only a few days old hmm. at this point, And yet, the aliens and the, the, the chest burst that they took from her is enough that it grew to the queen. The queen started laying eggs. The eggs would then. Because they've got alien drones at this point. Where did they come from? Yep. You know, so. And I'm presuming because because everyone's sort of going oh the alien queen that's our star that's our they none of the other clones they've done have they recovered the chestburster
1: successfully
0: so how have they got alien drones at this point
1: we asked this question before I think during the Ren one because he says there's 12 or something didn't he yeah it feels
0: like it feels like it's all out of order
1: that the Betty crew should have been well before Ripley was alive yep yep um but, I mean, this scene takes place before the Betty crew have brought in the cargo and they've yeah. been exposed, exposed to the face it's Is this why
0: there's no soldiers? Because the Ren's just... Uh, um, what's his face? Perez has just used up all his best guys. Just look into this egg. What?
1: Yeah. All right, so we move forward uh, to when he's in his lab and he's got this pod which is brought yes. up to the glass. Um, yeah, again, quite... Some nice visuals
0: and nice ideas. I quite like that, yeah. that they're in a, a security pod and you move the pods rather than... Because you're, you're cutting out any dangers of having doorways or opening to feed them or anything like that. They're in this little security pod. I quite, quite like that idea.
1: Um, yeah. What I don't like the idea of, inside the pod you've got three aliens Yeah. and you can hear them breathing. It's like well, oh fuck I've off! Got, I've used... got some.
0: Do you think it was the uh, it was Tom Woodruff in it? Go, God, this suits off. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got some questions here as well about this. Um, I don't know whether we can work out any answers other than well, it was made by idiots because yeah, you've got you've got breathing aliens that make a lot of noise. Um, like smoky one, breath. Yeah, smoky breath. At one point, Gediman which is this is both fascinating I wish they'd gone down this further but uh, he uses a I'm presuming a steam press and this is purely because someone went well Ripley used a steam purging
1: in the first uh, one Narcissus but exactly they can
0: survive in
1: in the
0: coldness of space and the heat they're not frightened how is a steam hurting <laughs> them
1: I don't know but it does it doesn't yeah. like it does it uh, no, no, it,
0: it, and I don't know I don't quite know why. You get the feeling with the narcissist, it wasn't hurting it at all. It was just like, oh, I'm trying to go to sleep. Mm. You're 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 putting a kettle under me. Um But yeah, and it I quite I, I really like the idea that that they never ever none of these films go into which is how intelligent are the aliens. Because it works out it, it's obviously got logic and reasoning because it works out that he's the button is causing the steam mm-hmm. and he's the one pressing the button so look nice cause and effect working out and he even sort of says and he goes Oh, you're a fast learner um but they never they, nothing is ever comes of that so no. like, ah we'll forget about that for the rest of the film um but before that we have to put up with or actually it might be after that I can't remember if I watched all of this in a, a blur earlier um when he's doing
1: the kissy kissy no first. that's just before yeah. I like the way he looks behind to make sure there's no yes. one around yeah. and he's going to give it a kiss
0: yeah because I, I I was sort of thinking about this that it's like why because he's he starts off and it, it's up it's looking at him in glass and it's showing its teeth and so he shows his, <laughs> and it's like this is really clever because he's this is what you do with animals, isn't it? It's like mm. it a, when a cat winks at you, you wink back, and it throws them off. And it's like, ah, well, what are you doing? You're talking my language, ah. And so it's clever. But then he does—he kisses the glass. Mm. I mean, are they
1: implying that he's got some sort of weird sexual urge for the idea? I alien? think so. Yeah, yeah, I—I yeah. th- I think Gediman, Gediman really should be creepier. He should be more like old Brad was in Dune. Yes, like, I want yeah. him to be odder than this. Yeah. You know yeah he should have been again again
0: we've they've they none of these characters are particularly fleshed out but yeah he could have been he could have been making the aliens for his own purpose mm. yeah you know um, like like a bit like a um dr Moreau type you know perhaps yeah. they perhaps they you could almost get almost a bit of audience sympathy for the alien that he's really tormenting them and that's why they you know Break out and yeah, but nah, they don't go. He's just he's just a bit weird, to the point where I'm not entirely sure any of this was in the script. It could have been Brad when when uh, Gediman <laughs> yes. looks behind him. I think that was Brad Dorf going. They're not filming this, are they?
1: Ooh, kissy kissy. <laughs> Very strange. It might. It could be, couldn't it? Yeah. Oh, good lord. Okay, uh, well Gediman sees the aliens escape bid that they do. I thought yeah. we would talk about the 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 logistics of this. Um, when we, yeah, when we do the alien, my my we we got other things when we
0: talk about the alien. We've got other things to But my my, I love because it's so stupid. Is when Gediman goes and looks down the hole,
1: and he he goes
0: ah, burns his hand on the acid. That's the acid off. that's just like, melted yes. <laughs>
1: four decks or something. Yeah, it's like uh. mm,
0: that would be the equivalent of uh, of an alien. You know, it burns through the deck and they all rush off. And then, uh, like, Dallas looks down and pokes it with his finger and starts, you know, tastes it. It's, it's that sort of level of stupid. I don't get what... Like, do you think they what sort of went... Do you think Brad Dourif or something said to the director, could I lean on this because isn't this still acid? Oh, just show it hurts a bit. It's, it's so, stupid. Yeah.
1: It's so stupid. Um, We don't see him again until no. we see him cocooned and he looks bloody stupid with this his head is, just yeah. sticking out the top like that.
0: I, the, up till now, I've really liked this character because, like if he's got more character in his few scenes in this than, than any of the other people have. He's interesting. Watch. It's really good. But then, as soon as he's cocooned, um, I don't know what the hell happens. I imagine that he's playing it that Gediman has lost his mind at this point. What, he's gone mad? He's gone mad, yeah. The, the, but it's just it's played wrongly I think because he's got no no fear or anything he no, doesn't he, appear to be in pain
1: he's cocooned yeah and he
0: doesn't seem worried that he's no, cocooned no he, um, he, it's like he's on a kids programme or something he's he got his face through a cardboard cutout and he's playing the clock or something yeah, yeah there's, it's such a weird performance who's he talking to is he talking to Ripley I think so yeah, yeah he's, he's talking to Ripley
1: well, and he's prou- it, proudly describing how wonderful this creature is. Well, I won't. I not say wonderful. It, th- this is bollocks. The queen has decided <laughs> to change, and add a second life uh, cycle. Well, yeah, this
0: makes no sense because he goes. Um, he goes. She was laying eggs, but then recently
1: she's developed a womb. <laughs> yes. She. Yeah. Oh because yeah, you do, don't you? you know? Ripley has given her a human reproductive yeah. system. Yeah, How does that work exactly? No. But no. up to this point, she's had
0: laid eggs. Yeah. So, wh- what caused this? Is it just proximity
1: of Ripley? She has decided to have what a second great, life cycle.
0: What would be great is this works both ways,
1: and Ripley starts laying eggs. That would been good. <laughs> um. Right. So. So, going into the. <laughs> the final part with, with gentlemen, um, yeah. something I, I haven't asked you this before we started recording today, but I thought we will vote on the queen aliens depiction in this film at the end of today's oh, okay. yeah. thing. All right. So just bear that in mind as we go on and discuss yeah. this, because yes, we have an alien queen in childbirth. Um, yes, this is not something I, I, I never really want to see. <laughs>
0: I think they could. They missed a chance here because this film's a, by this point, this film is descended into farce. They could have had scenes of Brad Dreyf going, "Get some towels, get some towels."
1: <laughs> so <clears throat> up until now, our, 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 you know, memories, our images of the Queen Alien is the one yep. from Aliens, yes, in the hive at the end with this huge, great, massive egg sac tube thing attached to her that she rips herself off from. What is it is Insects ovipositor. That's it. Ovipositor. Right. Right. Okay. So that's it and she rips herself free because she's so enraged and she's got to chase after Ripley and Newt. Right. But now she's got this huge great sack. Yeah. Presumably it's hard to tell from, from, from the way the effects are done but I guess she's laying on her back with her legs wide open, and then you've got this big sack. It's not. A, it's not a dignified. It's not dignified. For the queen. <laughs> <laughs> and the, see, this is the problem with alien resurrection: is that it taints the memory. Just like Indiana yeah. Jones and the uh, Crystal Skull, when you watch Raiders: The Lost Ark, you can't help but think of that film. And when I watch Aliens, it's like, yeah, this is terrific. But in the last film, she's there laying on her back with yeah. this big sack between her well, legs. I
0: mean, yeah, it, it's tainted it because you've seen her taint. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you also it, have her whimpering and making yeah. noises of childbirth. Yeah, I don't, this is
0: such a, a weird, I, do, you th- do you think this was a case of they thought they we've got to do something different? because up to now the film has been just a total rehash of all elements from other better films and it almost feels like it takes such a left turn at this point I'd, I'd love to know, I'd love to have been in the meetings again
1: to to see who suggested this I reckon I reckon yeah. it's the director yeah you know, that wild and wacky guy that wacky French guy oh dear good lord good lord good lord so and out pops the newborn now the newborn we will talk about you know um, yeah Towards the end of this uh, this uh, coverage of Alien Resurrection, when we talk about Ripley, yeah. the newborn, um, so out it pops, right? Yes. And Gediman says, "You are a beautiful, beautiful butterfly." As it comes out, I wouldn't call it beautiful or, myself. Also, yeah, that doesn't really that that
0: simile doesn't hold, does it? Because a butterfly comes out of a cocoon that the the, the pupae form of the butterfly the caterpillar went into. This yes. is just a birth. I don't get... But know.
1: if Gediman's gone mad, you well, can true, explain yeah. it that way, right? Um, and so, yeah, this, this this newborn comes out, goes up to mummy, yep. who's there, and uh, promptly rips its face off. Yeah.
0: Now, am I right in thinking you might have something behind the scenes? I'm sure I saw a making of somewhere about this, that that, that was the original... Alien's alien queen head that it was. they destroyed. It was. Yeah. Yep, what yep. a waste! It, it that, is no
1: that, more. Yeah. Just because for that. Just for this scene. Yep. So when Gediman screams no, we're screaming no. Yeah, we're
0: screaming That's no. well.
1: no. awful, isn't it? When they destroy classic props just for something just for the, yeah. inconsequential. Um, now, presumably, you rip the the face of a queen alien off. That acid is going to eat your arm off. Is it not? Well you think I mean this whole film, when it wants to,
0: seems to say that because these aliens are a genetic mix of human and alien, that their blood is no longer as acidic until they want it to when it needs to go through the ship at the end of the film. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, everything else suggests that this these this acidic blood is no longer very acidic. And if they if they actually sort of said that this is what we, there should have been scenes where, you know, where like Ash in Alien discusses the technicality. They needed Gediman and
1: yeah, uh, and Wren you
0: know, to discuss this. Uh, the the acidic blood is is um, lost Diluted. its potency. Yeah, yeah. yeah but now we get nothing. We get no. we get hours of people wandering up and down corridors. Um, but yeah, the, you you would think that. I mean, I'm presuming the aliens are. are, are Proof against their own blood, anyway. I mean, AVP sort of says that. If that's canon, I don't know what's canon anymore. Um, but w- w- surely the blood would have gushed out. Yeah. I mean, you've only got to bump your forehead and cut it, and woo, you're in a world of uh, blood. But yeah,
1: nothing. This is no consequence to no. it. And it turns around, goes up to Ripley, yeah. to which Gederman says. Uh, it's a beautiful baby. It thinks you're its mother. Yeah. Why?
0: Why does it think Ripley is its mother? Oh, I don't know. I don't it's know. literally come out of its mother. Yes.
1: <laughs> but that's when it notices Gediman and goes across yeah. and has a look at Gediman. And uh, and Gediman has, it looks like, the top of his head bitten off.
0: Yeah, I think so. We don't really see it. Um, but it is a very silly death. Are you coming up, Cat? The cat's trying to jump up on my lap. She heard us talking about the queen and thought we were talking about her. Well, yes. Yeah. Uh, she often lays like that as well, on her back with
1: her belly on show, with a sack between her legs. Wow, well, not usually. Usually, it's cat mm. biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, cat? All right, and She's and that's the end of Gediman. Head. Gediman is yes, gone. Yes, Gediman's gone. He's a goner. Um, in the novel, which I don't have. Yes. Um, uh,
0: no, I don't own that one.
1: But immediately after, line there. yeah, immediately after he's killed, oh. uh, a chest burst comes out of him. Well, well, I suppose he was being cocooned. Yes. So that's that. All right. So we will move on, luckily, to Brad Dorith then. Yes. Dear the wonderful Brad, Brad Dorif. Um, he is wonderful. I
0: really enjoy his. He always enlivens whatever he's in.
1: I mean, some film actors, you know, Harrison Ford or whatever, you know, they've got real screen presence, you know, they're mesmerising. Brad Doriff is too, but for a completely different yes. set of reasons. He's <laughs> never going to play
0: the romantic lead, is he? Nope,
1: nope, nope, never, no. Um, he was born in 1950 in Hun- Huntington, West Virginia, right? right, and has been in a ton of stuff, hasn't yes. he? Yes. An yeah. absolute tonne. Uh, a lot of it genre, uh, and a lot of it not, um, and usually of a villainous type. Yeah. Where well, he either seems to play the villain. I
0: mean, he's great at playing serial killers. Um, he either plays that part, or he plays the uh, something not quite right, something not quite wholesome, but not a villainous character. A bit
1: quirky. A bit quirky, yes. Yes, yeah. All right, before we get into his genre tally, right, Um a couple of... Interesting things I, I found out about him oh, right. is that did you know that when Tim Burton was prepping the first Batman film, the 89 Batman film, yeah. Tim Burton wanted Brad to be the Joker? Yeah, I could see that. Absolutely, I yeah. could see that. That yeah. would be a scary Joker. Yeah, that would be a proper homicidal Joker. He could be the Joker now. Yeah, like, no, no. you know. He could play it. I mean, he's yeah. still, he, 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 you know, he's still working, isn't he? He's still, yes. uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, like stuff. IMDb's, yeah. yeah, there's stuff in development um, yeah. right now. Um, and then when Tim Burton was actually going to make the Batman films a trilogy, and he was going to do Batman Forever, um, he had Brad lined up to play the Scarecrow. Oh right. i
0: see. That, I could.
1: I could see him playing the Penguin as well. Mm. He would. Have, he would be a good Penguin.
0: To be honest, it, it, I, I'm amazed that he's not played a Batman villain. Because he's, like, born for it, isn't
1: he? I reckon he could do any Batman villain except Catwoman. Do.
0: Well, I mean, it, he could probably could play it. but
1: I, I don't would want like, to see it. <laughs> I would like to
0: see him uh, reprise Vincent Price's Egghead. Yeah? That yeah. would be amazing. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. What about Brad Dorefer's Alfred, the butler? And um, I don't think he's got the wholesomeness...
1: He's too quirky. No, he's again. too
0: quirky. You wouldn't have him as a butler, would you?
1: But yeah, Batman villain would be Batman good. Batman villain, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so genre tally. He, he has a genre tally of 59. Wow. Which, Is that our highest? Nope. he's in oh. third place. Wow. Um, okay. We've still got Kane at number one yeah. and Van Leeuwen at number two. Right. So, here we go then. Brad's rather long genre tally I, we'll go through it quite quick alright yes. because it might take a long time so uh, Eyes of Laura Mars is the John Carpenter thing. film yeah good very John good telly,
0: film. telly movie
1: very good though yeah, very good then indelibly stamped on our memories is his portrayal in June yeah Peter Debris he he in his few scenes in that
0: has more character and enjoyment than the entirety of the new version of june yeah yeah because um, weirdly um Piter in the new version is played by our old friend coco yes um from blade runner 2049 and he plays it perfectly straight and it's not the way to play this part and i love because because a lot of um peter's quirks in in the the the, the 1984 gene was brad dorif wasn't it mm. our, our, yeah working with um Working on set with uh, the director David Lynch, I can imagine them too, because David Lynch is very much the quirky, yes. <laughs> slightly weird person. I imagine them really uh, sort of working well together. But I love his Peter. I I love his hand signals. He came up with the um, the Sappho juice uh, sort of thing. It's not in the book, you know, where he says, um, "I set my mind in motion." Blah blah blah. That was all Brad Dorif. Doing it, and I my favourite line is when the, the Baron says my plan, and and uh, when um, Brad Dog goes my pa- plan, and then the Baron goes my plan. And he goes, no, our plan mm-hmm. is just perfect. It's so yeah. good. He's such a memorable character.
1: Yeah, him, him, the Baron, the Navigator, yep. and Freddie Jones are my m- top images from that film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I
0: mean, I, I unabashedly love the film. It's not, it's not a perfect adaptation, but I love it. I'll, it's one of my, it's up, it's up there, I think, with my top three: with uh, The Thing and Alien as my most watched, most go-to viewing. Um, and Brad's a big part of it. I love it. It's
1: a shame he disappears so yeah. quickly. You'll have to come on to effectively speaking um, about June. I mean, we've already covered it. Me and Wade, we've talked about the sandworms, but um, you and I could go and talk about the Navigator. Yeah, um, how they went
0: about that uh, old vagina mouth. All
1: right, I'll book you in. Yeah, yeah, you say about David Lynch, quirky. That's why he employed uh, Brad. Next, uh, next genre thing was Blue Velvet. I'm including that as genre. That's
0: a strange film.
1: Yeah. Okay. Not,
0: not a film you'd watch to cheer yourself up.
1: No. <coughs> you could say that about a lot of David Lynch. That's true, things. yes, yeah. Yeah. Um then Deadly Nightmares, we've mentioned this before. Yes, it we have It's a we've not TV seen it, but... anthology yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah, they've the gone th-
0: yeah, they seem to have gone through uh almost every
1: horror and quirky actor
0: going, mm, yes. don't they, in this yeah. series.
1: Um and then the role that he is very famous for, uh Chucky in Child's yes, play. Chucky, yeah. Um, then Spontaneous Combustion. Have you ever heard of that film? Uh, I, it doesn't ring a bell. Okay. Uh, then The Exorcist
0: 3. That is... To me, that was his breakout role. Because he he grabs that film. And it's got good performances from
1: George C. Scott and, and several other actors. He grabs that film and runs with it. He is mesmerising. Then... Grim Prairie Tales Hit the Trail to Terror. Grim's pra-
0: I vaguely remember that. Well, that was, a, a, that was another anthology. It TV was. It was an it?
1: anthology show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then Graveyard Shift. Oh,
0: the Stephen King. Yeah. That's yeah, an underrated Stephen King. I quite like yeah.
1: it. Child's Play 2. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. saying these two words quite a bit. Yes. Child's yes, He's two. done a lot of Child's Play, hasn't he? Yeah. And then a film called Body Parts. Oh, that rings a bell, but I can't. It says, after losing his arm in a car accident, a criminal psychologist has it replaced with a limb that belonged to a serial killer. Oh, as you do. Yeah. Uh, then Charles Play 3, then Critters 4, Tales from the Crypt, the TV show, uh, and I vaguely remember him in the X-Files. Yes, he... Um, oh,
0: what was... Luther Charles Lee Boggs is that the name that of the Box, character. Yes. Yeah he was, I think he was very good in it. Uh, back it was early in the X-Files I think season 1 or 2 back when it was actually relevant
1: when it was good yeah. Yeah. Not awful. Um, Death Machine would you like to have a guess what 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 is Death Machine Death about? Machine. Um ah oh, what year is it? Well it's it's the next thing he did after X-Files so I All reckon right. about 97 98. Okay. Cuz cuz if it had been early 80s I think it would have been
0: uh, like a Terminator rip off. Um Ooh, Death Machine. I reckon it's going to be a mad robot that gets loose and goes on the run. A bit like, you know, the um, the uh, 2000 AD story that they... Uh, you mean hardware. Hardware, yeah, that they yeah. used in the film without permission. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be something like that. Gunhead style of nonsense. That was big in the late 80s. Well, I think
1: you've got it. It says after a mad genius inventor of killer robots and cyborgs at Chank Armament's Corps kills executives, he unleashes his ultimate death machine on the new cute CEO firing him. So, yeah, I think you're pretty much That sounds so
0: cliché, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Questionable films we're we're going to be uh, looking at. Uh,
0: He's never quite, Brad's never quite descended into the like some of the other actors we have talked about, where like they'll just appear in anything, he he's he does have a standard. It's just not particularly high at certain times.
1: No, is or he gets into debt yeah. or something. Yeah, he it ne- could be that he needs yeah. a fix of money quick. Yeah. Um, he he was in the remake of Escape to Witch Mountain. I never saw that. I remember going to the cinema to see the original. Yeah, I remember the original, yeah, but just not for the remake. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix. Yeah. Um, which is about a group of elite space marines being sent to a mining colony in order to eliminate ah. an android rebellion. That's a Doom ripoff, isn't it? Yep. Then Babylon 5. I don't remember him in. Oh Babylon yeah, he 5. played
0: um, a monk or something, didn't it? It was very oh, good. Was... Brother Edward. I... Hang on, let's see if I can remember the name of the title because it it was a,
1: a biblical.
0: Is it something like the way to? I never pronounced it right.
1: Gethsemele or something. Oh no, I don't think it's that no. one. I did oh, right. see the name of it. Do you it, remember that? But yeah. I didn't write it down. I just wrote that his name is Brother Edward. Yeah, you are he right. A, He's a he space was a monk. monk. In it. Yeah. Space monk. Yeah. He's yeah.
0: <laughs> the part he was born to play. Do you remember him in Star Trek Voyager? Yes, he was very good. He played uh uh Ensign or Lieutenant Suter or Suda. He was a serial killer, so it was a really good idea that they never really went with. So it turns out, because Starfleet is like Everyone's nice, and he's actually a serial killer. Um, and he gets put in the brig, and is very much a sort of Hannibal Lecter vibe. And then I think you think, oh, this is going to be a big character, and then he disappears for a while, and then I think he comes back, and the Herogen I think take over the ship, and uh, Tuvok or someone lets him out, knowing that he's going to serial kill. These invaders, um, but he was really good in it. Yeah, he didn't last long though, which was a great shame.
1: It was four times. Four times, in it. yeah. Right. And you're yeah, g- he absolutely good. right. He, he, he was called Suda. Well, Suda, that was yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, then he was in Millennium, which I never watched. Oh God, yeah. That was um, uh, Bishop, wasn't it? Yeah, Lance Henriksen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then Alien Resurrection here. Then Progeny, film Progeny. Doesn't ring a bell. Then urban legend, which I think always oh, discussed, we discussed last that. Time. Yeah, yeah. Then bride of Chucky. Yep. Then the which I Hunger. think is possibly
0: my favourite because that that is out and out madness.
1: It is mad. Yeah. 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 Then the TV anthology of the Hunger. He was in oh, that I don't once. That. Then the Prophecy three. Oh right,
0: yes, yeah. That the, the third one was terrible. Um, right. The The Prophecy is a great film. Christopher Walken as the the angel Gabriel I think he's
1: great in it. Uh, by the third one, it lost all sense of being anything good. Okay, all right. Then his first appearance in Lord of the Rings as oh as yeah, Green Worm yeah, yeah um, or Wormtongue yeah. That Two Towers was the first yeah. time he was really I, good in that. He's excellent in it. I did because in the book,
0: um, Gremar's much more of a a sort of Sir Humphrey Appleby style in the films it's like so this guy called grima worm and he looks like that and speaks <laughs> like that why is anyone trusting him
1: yeah good point very good point uh would you like to guess one. the plot line to the next thing he was in a film called vlad vlad well i'm presuming
0: it's something to do with dracula um it sounds like a low budget one so i doubt it was a period piece on uh, I imagine Dracula is awakened in the present day Los
1: Angeles or something and goes on a spree. Nope. No? Oh. No, no. It says death and spiritual torment stalk three American students visiting the Carpathian mountain homeland oh, right. of Vlad Tepes.
0: Ah, uh, see, I... I doubt forgotten. if they
1: filmed it there.
0: Well, I don't know because I've forgotten that in, in sort of the early 2000s... Eastern Europe had opened up and you could film uh, there really cheaply.
1: Yes. Like yeah. for
0: pennies. And so everyone went over there to film. Um, so I imagine, yeah, they probably just filmed it in Eastern Europe. Uh, okay. You know. Yeah. Oh, I would right. assume that they'd have to film it locally, but of course that changed, didn't it? Yes. We had yes. Canada, Canada and Eastern Europe became the sci
1: fi locations. Go tos, yes. Um, yeah, back for Return of the King. Uh, he was in oh, some yeah. some scenes in that. Then Seed of Chucky. Then The Wild Blue Yonder, where he played an alien. All oh, right. Don't then a, a quality sounding in uh, film, The Wizard of Gore.
0: Oh, is that uh, that was a remake of the Herschel Gordon Lewis
1: oh, well, was 1960s it? film? Yeah. Okay. Uh, then the 2007 version of Halloween. Oh God, I'd yet.
0: forgotten. Yeah, he was um, he was the sheriff, wasn't he?
1: There you go. Yes, well yes. done. Yeah. Uh, Born of Earth is the next one. Don't, doesn't ring a bell. That's a alien abduction film. Oh, right. uh, Then another TV anthology show called The Boneyard Collection. Oh, presumably a mm-hmm.
0: horror one. I don't yeah. think it a bell yeah. again. He's, we never got any of these anthologies. No, you? no,
1: didn't no, no, no. I don't think we got Fading of the Cries. Do you know a film called Fading don't, of the Cries? That does not ring a bell. Evil is resurrected in a small town, threatening to destroy mankind, and the only force that can stop it is a young man wielding a powerful sword. Oh, wow. there
0: you go mm. That could write itself, couldn't it? Be? Yep.
1: Um, then we got uh, Halloween 2, the yep. sequel to the remake. Um, then Fringe, which is uh, oh
0: god, yeah, I forgot he was in Fringe.
1: Yep. I like Fringe. That was a good show. Yep. Um, this this thing was either called Avarice or Black Box. Oh, neither you know rings a bell, to be honest. It says, vastly different people collide as a mysterious black box shows the owner what he most desires, but payback comes in the form of an immortal assassin. Oh dear. Mm. Then Ginger Clown. <laughs> Ginger Clown? It was Yeah, it, that's his okay. name, Ginger Clown. And his role in that was Worm Creature. Oh God. I, I'm, almost, I'm almost tempted to seek that out. To see what the hell he was playing as Worm Creature. Worm Creature. Then a horror film called Bloodshot. Then Curse of Chucky. Then another horror called Malignant. And then he was in Marvel. He was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, on, right. One I've time. I still not seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've watched like a couple. Yeah. Um, then Once Upon a Time, which was a TV fantasy show. He was in that two times. We're oh, near the yes, end now. And used to watch that. Oh, okay. like that
0: that was um, with Captain Hook and it was it was all the all the um, fairy tale characters all well, merged all lived together. together yeah and they it, it was like it took part in a fairy tale world but then they could also cross into modern sort of Los Angeles and that okay um, it, it, from what I saw of it it seemed pretty good I might say Anne, Anne loved it
1: but okay. yeah, I didn't realise he was
0: in it does it say um, who he played
1: uh, I haven't written that down I've just I bet it's someone like Rumpelstiltskin yeah or a worm yeah yeah. He had uh, the costume still. Yeah. Uh then cult of Chucky. Right. And then the last thing. How to... many Chucky films did they do? Well, I wasn't aware. The last genre thing he did was last year. Um a TV show of Chucky.
0: Yeah, it's meant it's meant to be very, very good. Because they did they did that new version of Chucky which tanked where it was a different doll and a different voice and a different story, it was a reboot. Um and it absolutely tanked. And on the back of that I think they did the TV show
1: almost to go. This is how he should have done it.
0: But yeah, I've not seen it, but it was meant to be very, very good.
1: Well, it it was only eight episodes, and he was in each one of them. So that's his last thing. That gives him his fifty-nine. All right, well done. Yeah. Uh, All right, then we have to vote out of ten on Gediman now. Yeah. Um, What do you reckon? Well, this this is quite a difficult one because we we don't want the fact that
0: we love Brad Dorif to influence it. No. and, if and it, it was on Brad if it'd be 10 out of 10. Um, but it's not. It's on Gediman. And Gediman is... He has a few flashes of interest. He starts then, off yeah. well, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. And then rapidly... Like, it's a bit like this film, isn't it? The film yeah. in general starts off okay and then goes meh. Um, I, like I say, as soon as he's cocooned, it's like he's given up playing the character and he's just having a laugh. Mm. Um, so... Mm-hmm difficult I'm going to give Gediman what did we give Ren
1: you gave Ren because I've been making a Ren. note of the ones Ren. that you yeah. give uh, you gave Ren Ren I can't find what you gave Ren he was, he was quite early low? on wasn't he Elber, yeah he was Br- quite early. early Ren where's Ren Andrews Perez it, it was after that because he's, he's better than... He's more
0: interested and better than Ren, better acted. So I don't want to give him less than I gave Ren. Well,
1: I can't find... But, but we, yeah. we... Well, it must have been a three, because we... Yeah. He has a three, so... Okay, sounds about right. I, I'm going to give him a... Just for the fact that it's Doe and he is interesting, but they go nowhere with it, I'm going to give him a five. Oh, I gave him a four. Right. All right. So that's four and a half. All right. So, yeah, he shares a escape capsule... With Junior, oh
0: hey, right. yeah, from
1: Alien Three, he, he, can, he, he was a he bit can of out a sit. yeah. I can
0: say he, Brad because you'd, you'd look in that capsule, wouldn't you, and go, "Oh, Junior's the scary one." No, no, no yeah, no, no, no.
1: I think Junior might start cacking himself. Yeah, after a little so. while he Yeah, would,
0: yeah. I in fact, I could have seen, um, I could have seen Brad Dorif on Fury One Six One as a, a he would have been great, wouldn't
1: he, as a, a serial killer? Yeah. Alright, so the way he dies in that cocoon yes. and then having I the think top it's of his head got, cut off, got is got that going go on express, stupid deaths? Yeah, stupid deaths, yeah. Who have we got in there? We haven't got many in there at the moment have we? We're all but one are from Alien Resurrection. What a surprise. Right? At the bottom, yep. from Aliens we've got Frost, you know, catching yes. fire and falling down the shaft. Directly above that, we have Wren and Purvis. You know, Wren being yes. killed oh, by the chest, chest yep. burster coming out and going through Wren's chest. So, is it more stupid than that?
0: No, I think it's, it's, it's better than,
1: than Purvis and Wren, um, but sillier than Frost. All right. Sillier so, than Frost. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah so, yeah. it'll be between Frost and Purvis and Wren. Yes, I think that's fair all right okay well here we go he deserved a better death didn't he uh yes yeah he did deserve the better third act final way yeah all right so all right then the the queen alien yes from alien resurrection yeah um now she's in two scenes the first one yep and then the last one um so design wise on the alien queen, what we see of her, right? Because she yep. is different. We never see her with the uh, ovipositor. It,
0: this is, um, I think, she's very much a. We've got the head. Let's let's hide the rest in it because we never see her moving about. We never see her in full shot. Really, she never really does anything. So I I got a feeling they didn't have the rest of the body mm. for this one, which could explain a lot Um, because the design of the head is great because it's the original
1: head yeah (laughs) and that first time we see her when the camera pulls back that's a fantastic shot yeah you know
0: yeah you pull out and they're they're suddenly behind glass and it pulls back and you pull up over the the back of the alien queen yeah it's great
1: the great introduction and then nothing
0: ever happens with her after that
1: and the next time we see her she's laying on her back with her legs wide open
0: yeah she's uh, showing her belly and um impregnant
1: pregnant. Oh dear. Mm. Um, what do we have to
0: score the queen then? Yeah, design the and um,
1: effectiveness. So design, design first.
0: Yeah. Design, I mean, it's the queen,
1: yeah.
0: but it's not all of the queen. So I'd, I'd say, design wise, I do love the queen head. I think it's a, a
1: really good design. I'll give the design seven. Exactly what I've done. Yeah, exactly what I've done. I mean, you know, when we discuss her next in Aliens. That's a different kettle of fish, isn't it? Yeah, you know. Oh, um, f- chalk and cheese. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and
0: this is yeah the, the effectiveness. This is this is the trouble because we're we're comparing it to. Can you can you see the Queen alien in Aliens getting its head ripped into by no. this pathetic lump of porridge, yeah. lump of rubbish? Yeah. Um, so effecting this, I'm going to drop right down to a. You get that nice shot, so I'm going to give
1: it. A three, a three. I yeah. gave it a two because, yeah, yeah they, they they've ruined it. Um, yes. You know this, yeah, and 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 especially the whimpering noises. Yeah. In fact, you know, I'm going to drop down to a two to match you because you are right.
0: I, I that one shot is not enough to redeem the rubbish that they do with the rest of it.
1: No, all right, yeah, two. Okay, so that is a, a an average then of uh, four point five. All right. Right. For the Love in the Alien score is a 4.5 alright how, so um, how does she fit in with the rest? Is... way below what yeah. else we've put in so far okay so she's at 4.5 we have to massively jump up to 8.6 for the burster from Alien and then go up to 9.9 9 for the space jockey from Alien so this is the first time one of the Alien creatures has appeared on our list and what a surprise. <laughs> it is massively distanced from the other two things well, that are on the list. That's not which are both really familiar. a surprise, is it? It's not.
0: Um, Anne, who, uh, although she's downstairs, evidently can hear me. Uh, she's a big um, uh, uh, fan of uh, Once Upon a Time. So she says, no, Stiltskin was a major character and played by Robert Carlyle, who oh. evidently was excellent. Um, Brad Dourif played a character called Zoso so it sounds like a made-up one, um, okay. and he looks—he uh, he looks very, very weird, like a worm. A, well, yeah, he's got—he's got wormy sort of reptile skin, very heavily made up. Um, but evidently, uh, he—he's killed by Hook, and he now lives in the underworld. And evidently, his death was something to do with salt. So I wonder if he was a bit of slugginess,
1: bit of a slug
0: about him, bit <laughs> of a slugginess, yeah, a bit of a slug about him. <laughs>
1: Oh, good lord. He goes, okay. you, get,
0: you get into a slugfest with Robert Carlyle and he didn't really read the script <laughs> after that. All right, yeah. that's it then. That's uh, Bye Bye Brad. Yeah, um, Bye Bye Brad. It was good. I mean, I, I'm trying to think because we've got Ripley left to do in Resurrection. But I think other than that, it's all downhill from this point, isn't it? I
1: think so. Well, yeah. yeah, Because, yeah. yeah,
0: we've got the we've got the uh, Ron Perlman and that. But yeah, I don't think we'll I don't think they'll score very highly
1: okay. for us. No, no. Have oh. we
0: peaked? Is this the peak of resurrection? <laughs> Might oh well dear. be.
1: Might well be. We'll find out every eight weeks, won't we? We will, yes. All right, okay, so that's it. Bye bye Alien Resurrection. Hello, yeah. original <gasps> alien. Um, uh, who are we doing? Well We've got many
0: left, haven't we? Well, we're going
1: we're going to that's another it. science officer.
0: Oh my God! I've been looking so looking forward to this one.
1: This is how close we are to the end that we're yes. actually talking Ash. So it,
0: if we record the disc on the Wednesday, it could be Ash Wednesday, but it's Ash Sunday you now, isn't it? It'll be an Ash
1: Sunday yeah. for <sighs> us next time. So join us for that. This is
0: this is going to be a different league, I think.
1: This is a palate cleanser and a half, oh, isn't it? it? Just yeah. yeah. Good Lord, I, again. I've said this before when we've been talking about you know The Thing and Mad Max it's great to finally reach a character you know like the Toe Cutter yeah, you know yes. or Bubba Zanetti or McCready but that means you're nearly at the end it does yeah I mean
0: Ash we've got so
1: much to discuss Discuss
0: can't say Ash and discuss because you want to say discuss ash, discuss Ash and turn into Sean
1: Connery Sean Connery
0: yeah um, there's so much to say and so many iconic scenes and lines Ah, oh, this is it's this gonna be a be joy, different, isn't yeah. it? Um talking about Mad Max, I think we should just um sort of mention that um, um Vince Vince Gill um has passed away. Uh one by one uh uh our heroes are going. Yes. Although the character wasn't really a hero, was he? But
1: no, 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 no. It, it's sad to see but uh, uh, yeah. I, I saw um you know uh Post from a friend of ours, you know Kundalini himself, yes, Paul Johnson, yeah. saying That's that right, it it, yeah. it seems to have been a a, a merciful release. So I don't no. know the details, but it seems that yeah, yeah, um, yeah it, it, his suffering is over. But yes. uh, what an indelible yeah, he, image, first villain we ever see in the yeah. Mad Max films, and uh, he stayed with us, didn't he?
0: He did. Yeah, we um, we
1: had a lot to talk
0: about. Uh, not sometimes a bit tongue in cheek about. Uh, about uh, the night Rider the Knight Rider <laughs> but we do remember his name
1: and we will remember him when we look at the night sky we will so, yeah R.I.P. Vince yeah. yeah rest in peace mate. all right okay all right folks well yep join us next time when we're back yes. on the Nostromo to Whoa. talk science officer all right yes because
0: okay. we, we um, something we'll have to think about is does Ash have a first name I might already know it will it oh hmm well realistically it should be something like Sinclair or Simon <laughs> Seymour yeah a cheap 80s computer that's what it should be yeah <laughs> Vic <laughs> his name
1: is Vic Ash middle name 20 yeah <laughs> all right join, join us join us then yes. for that then yeah. okay thanks Ian nice one. thanks right, then bye bye that's it man game over man it's game over.